0: Welcome back to Two Bros Five Feet Apart Podcast. We're here. Where are we, Casper? We are at
1: a parking garage next to the Mesa Art Center.
0: On the very top. I thought this place would be perfect. I thought no one would be here. But it's a really busy day. So there's a lot of families out. A lot of families, a lot of couples out watching some performance. Probably some... Uh, Shitty orchestra concert. Yo. Oh.
1: No offense, to those kids. They were pretty young, but I don't know. They seemed young. Did your families ever come to your? Did you, have, you, have, you had things,
0: right? Yeah, I had things. I had a uh, choir concerts, uh, drama, theaters, and they have they they have came to my uh, events, events, my special events. Your I have <laughs> yours?
1: Your special events. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, mine. Mine always.
1: Did. Mine. <laughs> My whole, my whole family came, like not even like my mom or my dad, like my entire family came, I was at least like almost two good rows of family for me. Was it a lot of pressure on you? Not really because I could never see them and also <laughs> I used to play violin, except I wouldn't really play violin.
0: I just looked, looked like I played the violin. Oh, uh, so you didn't, you didn't actually no like, sound is coming out of your instrument I mean,
1: like maybe like a little bit but barely any
0: <laughs> um speaking about families going into uh coming to different occasions we are actually going to talk about relationships this episode relationships it doesn't have to be romantic it could be any any of the sort it could be romantic platonic um business business relationship you know gotta keep a professional in the business area Strictly digably
1: <laughs> You know, any kind of thing any kind of relationship. You and your dog. That's a relationship. Yeah, just anything. How how is your relationship with your dog? With my dog? Yeah. Um I beat his ass. I'm just kidding. No animal cruelty. Um I do love him. I love my dog. He's getting old and I'm getting a little a little nervous. Um it sounded like a punch, like a lineup for a joke, but it wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. You already
1: told the joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no, I do love my dog. He loves me. Um, I get angry at him sometimes. We share a bed, um, and he growls at me when I move him, even though it's my fucking bed, and I paid for it. He don't pay no damn bills, but it's fine. <sighs> do you have pets? That sounds like a lot.
0: I have pets. I have a bird. A pet bird. How's that? Um, Pretty good. I don't know how old the bird is, though. Because we like we rescued it outside my house because it was just flying all around the house, not around the house, but outside the house, and it was taking shelter underneath our little sunroof we have outside. So, so you found the bird though? Yeah, I found the bird outside the house. It was kind of crazy. I didn't had no idea where the bird came from, but it was obviously way too hot outside. What kind of bird is it? It was a parakeet. You know those common birds you find like pet stores really the green blue ones yeah was there any like posters of, like a missing bird anywhere no there was no missing posters so we rescued it um and now we have it as our own it's still really scared though which i'm starting to think it might have just always lived in the wild or maybe the home before it was not a good environment it's like I'm not ever feel safe
1: where it was at
0: yeah but i i have a. Uh, given it multiple times to just leave but it it, it chose not to it chose to stay <laughs> you're like you open the gate you open the window you're like you can go you're free to go yeah i actually opened the roof of the cage one time like for two hours and it did not get out
1: it stayed its happy ass in that in that cage it's like no, actually i'm good right here bro thanks <laughs> it's too hot outside it's too hot <laughs>
0: yeah but it, it's crazy animals are oh, wow animals are a lot
1: i am my relationship with animals is kind of hard because um if my work hears this you'd know you didn't but i'm really bad at taking care of animals or houseplants or living things
0: <laughs> because like I that's like, kind of concerning considering you have two dogs i have two dogs and a lizard
1: yeah no but i mean i take care of them of course um sometimes i'm like I forget that, like, even though they're like a living creature and they can take care of themselves, they also can't, you know? Yeah. Like, they can't walk down to the fucking store and buy some food or whatever. Like, I could. I mean, if they if they could, they should.
0: They should feed themselves. Could you imagine? They, they should pay taxes. They should pay rent.
1: My lizard should get a job. She does nothing all day. She got bad legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's been your uh, what's been your experience with the relationships, let's say uh, romantically?
1: Romantically,
0: I know we 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 sort of discussed this many times in past episodes, but how has it been like? Let's let's dig deep into that. Deep, deep into the jokes, into the jokes and the fun. Um, I have been in
1: one relationship hmm. um, and it went okay, it was okay.
0: Do you, um, do you like that it happened though? Or do you regret it happening? Oh,
1: I regret nothing. I don't have regrets. Mm-hmm. I um, I live my life, I try to live my life in a moment and um, I don't think about the future because it makes me uncomfortable, but um, so I don't regret anything that happened or anything that I said the way I said it. But I mean, I was happy it happened because I wanted it to happen. And if you want something to happen and it happens, then regardless of how it ends, it's a good situation. But it did happen.
0: It's always scary getting into relationships, romantic ones. Oh, yeah. It's always scary into them, but it's always fun not getting into them, you know? What do so you mean? Sort of just having like a crush on someone, but not actually being in a relationship with them. romantic one you know the chase is fun so you
1: prefer like the like the um the you just sort of stalking like stalking and
0: watching you (laughs) they're already in a relationship and i'm stalking them i'm stalking and i'm always watching the chase is fun like you found goddamn
1: hunter on the prowl
0: (laughs) no chasing nothing weird nothing weird but just uh will it happen or won't it happen? The, the will or
1: won't is, is fun, I, except I kind of always want it to be a will and it's usually always a won't.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You always want it to be the will, but it's never the won't. But it's just, it's fun, you know? It's fun having a thing for someone. It is. Um, I like, I,
1: I am also, I love romance and I love when people can be like romantic together. Like, I have a list of, like, things I want to do with people when I get into a relationship with them. Um, That sounds weird. I mean, like, a list of, like, movie moment kisses, you know? Yeah. Um, And sadly, I was never able to recreate that, any of those situations in my last and only relationship. But um, maybe in the future. Do you have high hopes for, like, relationships, like, romantically? like high standards or anything
0: high standards Uh, what do you mean by that
1: like because i feel like for me personally i have um ideas that were like preconceived in my head from a young age right like entertainment and stuff um as to what a relationship should be and i feel like it affected my last relationship um do you have any of those like anything that you're like
0: like yeah like this is expectations expectations, yeah of what what's to come like in the person or just in the relationship period both both maybe both or just in the relationship at least but um i feel like sometimes yeah sometimes i do have expectations but i always got to remind myself that it's not going to be met you know i got prepared i got to be prepared that it's not going to be met and it might I don't know. It might be perfect the first couple of weeks, the first months in that relationship, but as the, as more time progresses, it would obviously change how the that dynamic or multiple people how that works. That is. How do you feel
1: about that? How do you feel when like you can you can feel your relationship change?
0: I guess it really depends. If it's like a good change where it's like both of you are getting more comfortable with each other, like let's say, (laughs) let's say like a farting, farting, for example, um, farting is very taboo in beginning relationships. It's really weird. It's like, it depends on the people. Of course, it either one of them could find it weird that if they fart in front of their partner or if they do anything, uh, disgusting related with them. Yeah, it's really taboo. But as uh, as you're lo- as the, you're with them more, it becomes more comfortable.
1: That is true. I've,
0: I think that in those cases, I'm glad, things are more comfortable. But other times, it cannot be for the best. Change like oh, you you two become more distance. Um. Something is gone. Something that they used to do, like, I don't know. Um. Be romantic with you often mm-hmm. it could it could change in which they're super comfortable with you so they're like oh i don't think i'm gonna be as romantic with them because i'm comfortable with them you know yeah and i feel like it's not like a change that's meant to happen like it wasn't intentional it just happened
1: i feel like um in my past i have been the person who is who just was even though i love romance i like being romantic i have sort of just I feel like maybe stop being as romantic because I'm like, I don't have to try anymore. Yeah, you know, which is dumb because you should still try, regardless. You, no matter how long, no matter how long you've been together, you should just
0: be trying for that person. Um, I feel. But it just it just gets hard, I think, to keep up the romance because mm-hmm. you just become so used to this one person and you start acting like yourself around that person. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you're less of like a you're less of a character and more of like who you are truly. When you are, because when you're alone, is when you're like truly you. And when you bring someone into that space, you have like your walls up. No matter no matter what kind of relationship it is, but romantic especially, I feel like you have your walls up. And um, as like the longer you progress in that relationship, the more your walls will slowly like go down, and the more you'll become who you are comfortably as yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and also, I think it's just hard. Well, me personally, it's hard to portray any sign of any kind of intimate emotion to people. You know, like I, I, It's easy for me to do the little things, like hold hands, hug them, kiss them. You know, the general things. Um, but I feel like as the time progresses for me per- personally. I started to slowly get rid of that. Small stuff? Yeah, like those small things. Like, I still do them, but it's just not as seen as often compared to when the relationship was first started. hmm You know, have you ever found yourself in that kind of situation?
1: I think yes, but there was, and I'm not going to talk about it because it's very personal, but there's a lot of factors, I think, in my previous relationship, and I feel like It got a lot to me even though like it not it wasn't a big deal it was just a lot for my first relationship yeah um and i think a lot of it was like it kind of just affected me and i didn't make a lot of those small gestures because i wasn't i was unsure you know yeah so they so they did they did stop um which i feel like when i feel like when those gestures stop it it could feel like to the other person maybe that they're like are they still...
0: They're still into you or Yeah, they, they yeah. still have feelings for me. Um, but I feel like it's, it's never the case. It's just they're comfortable with you. Yeah. So they, they forget to do that because they're comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. They forget to do those small things. It would almost become like second nature to
1: do it though as well. Like, I don't know, because I feel like you should remember to do it. But also, it's, I feel like at that point, if you're in the relationship long enough, it would be okay if you didn't. You yeah. Know? Like if you drop, I feel like you drop your partner off or whatever, um, kiss them, like, do you, do you like kiss them goodbye or then yeah. if they like leave or whatever? Yeah. I feel like as long as those things are still happening, then I feel like it's, it would be good on both ends, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, communication is huge. Like if you're feeling like you're not getting enough of something,
0: speak up. I feel like communication could also go just any kind of relationship oh absolutely no matter what kind of relationship it is communication is always important in those relationships to make them work in some way in some capacity make them work like
1: if you're going to talk about drive through and they didn't put le- and you didn't want lettuce in your taco and they put lettuce communicate you didn't want lettuce go back through <laughs> bring that back say uh, I, I asked for no lettuce please thank you that's communication in the smallest form
0: it's communication communication's all around us and it's very important i feel like i struggle with communication i used to struggle with communication do you still kind of but i've noticed a, ch- a growth in me communicating with about anyone i was very timid and shy growing up especially teen- like until yeah until like i think last year or this year um i was like that and i didn't really like to this- speak up for myself you know like i was i used to be more of a if it hap- if something happened that i didn't like happening then oh well i'll get over it but now um i'm finding myself taking more of a like a charge into it
1: more assertive like more with ins- your feelings yeah
0: more assertive what i feel about it or what's okay and what's not okay because there has been some stuff in the past that i let it slide easily because I didn't know how to communicate mm-hmm. about it but I I've, I've been better and I will speak up my mind when I need to
1: as you should I feel like um I have a friend and me and that friend have this pact that we probably both failed a million of times already where we um stop where we start speaking our minds more and we stop saying sorry for things that we don't need to apologize for mm-hmm. because I find myself doing that a lot and I feel like that's not a healthy way of communicating because if something is not your fault or you didn't do anything wrong in that situation, it shouldn't be your fault and you should not make it out to be your fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I feel like we have that pack and we're trying, to, we're trying to be more assertive. I'm, I'm also trying to be more assertive because I feel like, um, for past relationships, if any kind I've had, I don't, I'm very similar to you, I don't share the feeling. Or if I did, I would be turned around on me. Where I would where it'd be like, um, well, that's your fault you're feeling that way. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, and I feel like, like, like what you're doing, like, like checking, tar- taking charge, is very good for any sort of relationship with communication, especially.
0: Yeah, and it, it, all, it all comes from the. I feel like it all comes from the house, from where you lived, is how communication is perceived. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's really, it's yeah, it's very important.
1: Everything you learn in life, not everything, most of the things you learn while growing up is like visually and like with audio, you know, like you hear people in your household doing these things and you think that that would be okay or that's how you're supposed to be done, you know?
0: Um, Yeah, because that's your house is when growing up is your world.
1: It is. It's what you're exposed to like in the beginning of your life, it's what you base everything off of. Um, And then media and entertainment come in, which whole different level um how is your family <laughs> my parents have affected me in the following ways
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those uh
1: like an aa meeting
0: <laughs> those side effects the medicine commercials have the end
1: may cause anxiety and stress <laughs> may cause lack of communication <laughs> feelings of guilt
0: now that's something we need before showing up to a family. That's, that, that's what we need before giving giving birth.
1: Yeah, for real. Parents need to make like a little like a little mental note of not to fuck their
0: kids up. Yeah. Or at least try not to fuck their kids up. You think? Uh, you think that's why there's, I've I'm, I think I' heard somewhere that it's an increase of depression in this generation. Mm-hmm. Do you think? it's from the homes we we lived in
1: I mean maybe um, I also just feel like there isn't an increase in depression there's just an increase in people talking about it
0: yeah because, a lot go ahead a lot more people are um, talking about emotions
1: um, no yeah no um I think it's very healthy to be open about <laughs> your emotions and stuff yeah you should be like open with your feelings and i feel like that's the only reason people were like oh depression's a trend right now i mean maybe but also i think people are just like it's people it's hard to be becoming more like um open about it and then everyone more, became more open about their things
0: more accepting into society
1: yeah really which older generations are still are still like well relationship really with the older generations
0: i feel like with older generations it's um it's tough, it's tough for them. I feel like there's a lot of mental problems going on with older people. Mm-hmm. Like even even around our parents' ages, I'm sure there's some stuff they haven't dug into their emotions. I'm sure they probably balled it up or blocked out of their memories.
1: Oh, I, like my, if we're gonna be honest on the podcast, my family's fucked up. Like my family is emotionally scarred. I think all of them. I feel like we don't have, like, none of them had that
0: element. Yeah,
1: like yeah. the outlet to just pour out their emotions. I feel like our f- families were very, like, not accepting of it. Um, although my father and stepmom have been, which, like, they've had a lot of issues. Um, but they've gotten past that through communication and other things like that, you know? Um, and I feel like they've been very accepting for mental health, which is very weird because, um, they have a lot of, we disagree on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, like political views or whatever, but they have a lot of, uh, open mindedness when it comes to mental health, which is really good.
0: Yeah. that's amazing.
1: Because when your family can take your mental health serious, it, it's just a whole new world of possibilities for your relationship to grow with your parents.
0: Yeah. Do
1: you like your family? Do you like my
0: family. I mean, yeah, I do like my family. I really, I, I love my family. Well, so. Oh, never mind. I take that back. I was, I was gonna say. Anyone could say that. Anyone could say they love their family, but not everyone could say that.
1: That's true. Not everyone can. No, not everyone has the opportunity to say that they love their family.
0: Either, yeah, some bad stuff might happen with their family. Do you love your family?
1: I do love my family. My family has a lot of issues, like I t- like I talked about. And I feel like it sh- I feel like I need to be more upfront with my family about the things that I feel, um, but I don't because I have issues of my own. <laughs> um,
0: I mean, we all have issues.
1: Regarding my family, though. Um, but yeah, no, I-, I do love my family. I love my entire family. Everyone in it. They're all fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's no abuse going on in the house. That's a win. <laughs> That's a win.
1: If no one's being mentally or physically abused, and like, I guess it's a good situation. It could always be
0: worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, not it could always be worse. <laughs> how do you think um, your relationship with your family has just, like, affected you like, the real world?
0: The real world? Like, um, do you think that
1: they've, like, done anything to positively or negatively affect you?
0: How to physically see myself. It's been a huge problem in my entire life. In a, like, I assume not good way. Yeah, not not in a good way. (laughs) Um, I was a really chunky kid. um, And everyone in my family made sure to tell me that. (laughs) To make sure I had a weight problem. And they would tell me, oh, you're gaining so much weight. You need to stop eating. Or this thing's bad for you. You need to stop it. You know, basically telling me to stop eating. Mm-hmm. certain things or keep on telling me i need to lose weight so i always had i always had a physical problem with myself and it wasn't just my family that contributed to it it was also sometimes at school some people would comment on my weight at times but it wasn't like i was constantly harassed for my weight it was an occasional oh you're pretty big for this or you're bigger than me you know or you can't do this you're you're big
1: yes i'm i'm very much aware
0: or yeah people would often just compare me to them
1: high school <laughs> put down no people who compare oh god i'm
0: you need spit to spit it out you need to
1: keep no you need to keep going about that I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna switch a topic if i start going
0: but that's it, it was felt. it was in school and it was at home uh it wasn't constantly talking about weight. It was the occasional, but it, yeah. it, it did fit, affect me but
1: even like like the occasional remark is still enough to get into your head about. Yeah. Like I've had, um, I mean, my majority of my family is like not super skinny, which is weird as to why they would not like not be like fat phobic.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like I have a situation where people would be like, would say something to me. Um, like one time, it was on my fucking birthday. It's my birthday. I had an emoji cake, and it was a very big like emoji face on it. And I took out the entire emoji. I wasn't gonna eat it all, mm-hmm. but I, it was my birthday. I wanted the emoji's cake. You know, they could have the rest. Right. I eat it tomorrow. I don't give a shit. You know. So I take it on my little plate and I take it. And my cousins looked at me and they said, "Are you gonna eat that whole thing?" And I said, "Well, now I'm not gonna eat anything for several days. Thank you, thank you, Karen." fucking bitch no i love my cousins but it was a real
0: it, it affected you it
1: did i was like no i'm not gonna eat the whole cake and I if mean, i did what about it miss fucking what is her name for matilda who forces the kid to eat the cake oh
0: no god but didn't he want the cake so bad that she forced him to eat it all i, th- I think she did
1: which also might be a trigger for me
0: <laughs> but also i don't know i, I understand your hate but it might have just been like a joke without the thought of their attentions probably weren't malicious, but it was probably just a joke, but not about your weight, but about you eating that. but probably due to past events that happened to you, you took it as that I mean maybe, but also tone
1: oh it, I because I mean tone is a very big yeah way to say when you say things. um I feel like if anyone was in my situation were joking or not, they would have taken it negatively. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I would have taken it negatively yeah I would
0: have I would have went what you were thinking about.
1: I would have, I, I don't even think I ate the cake. I think I sat down and walked away. I don't think I, I think I ate it. I think I had like a bite and then I just, I felt I bad.
0: completely understand. I, I pretty sure I've been in the same situations in which it's just like, I don't want to eat anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you, you ruined it for me. I don't want to eat because I feel like you're going to joke about me even more for yes. eating. I don't want to be the joke.
1: I've been in various, several, several situations, like probably twice, maybe three times a year. I'll tell myself, like, I um, will tell myself so much that I should stop eating that I prob- probably maybe intake more than I should be because I'm so nervous that I would actually stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Open oh, it on the podcast tonight.
0: We all have problems. Deal with the fucking issues. I have noticed, me personally, I've gotten better eating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously i have uh, noticed <laughs> looking back at pictures i've gained some weight compared to high school high sc- high school year it hasn't really affected me as much as it did back then what do you mean junior and senior year of high school i was big on my weight and i was like i want to lose weight so bad and i need to lose it i basically went on that small diet of just eating one thing small diet (laughs) (laughs) that diet eating one thing every day chicken and pasta but i also noticed i didn't eat at school either Mm -hmm. like i only ate that one meal and i made sure i only ate that one meal that day that i didn't eat when i was out with friends at restaurants i was like oh no i'm fine i would just get a water so i I would i would lie (laughs) i feel
1: like i remember that
0: (laughs) i would lie to just not eat or i would avoid food Mm-hmm. You know, just to eat that one meal, so it was pretty big for me. And also, I was very self-conscious of how I ate. I didn't want to eat messy. I didn't want to look gross eating. My self-image is means so much to me, and it shouldn't. <laughs> you won't please. You won't please everyone in the world.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna. Not everyone's gonna love you.
0: Yeah, not everyone's gonna even like you. Unless
1: you're me, then everybody loves you. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was it was a huge thing in my life and now i've noticed i've become more comfortable with food as you should be i've i eat what i want to eat and sometimes i i don't overeat though i recognize that oh i'm eating a little too much and I need to stop and i could always eat this later in the day you know like i have a big plate of food i always gotta remind myself i need to save for later today because. I might want it later in the day. Mm-hmm. I need to think about my future self more than my present self.
1: I hate people who can't mind their own damn business. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's harder, especially if it's family. Oh, absolutely. Like it's harder because yeah. it's your family. Um, I'm pretty sure what's in their mind is that I need to be a part of their business because that's my child. That is true. Or that's my sibling.
1: Yeah. and. Also, like any remark that they say, because they are your family, holds so much more weight. Yeah. Punchline intended. <laughs> Punchline pun intended.
0: But also, I feel like since they're since they're your family, there's no filter. Ho- hopefully, not the intentions to hurt you. Hopefully, it's just they're comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think their intentions are usually if like if they're just
1: comfortable, they're, comfortable. they're being funny or they're trying to legitimately help you. Yeah, that just sounds negative.
0: Yeah, they care about you, but the way you say it is very hurtful. Mm-hmm.
1: Like um like on body image, my relationship with clothing yeah, is horrendous because I am a 62 plus size guy, not a lot of options for that like like fitness wear,
0: which bitch I don't run. Um, oh, but they have, um, they have been changing it though. They have been having plus size models now.
1: Yeah. I've been like, um, like a couple weeks ago before my concert, I went and just blew a shit ton of money. Cause I'm like, I want new clothes. I'm like, I'm tired of wearing like, like joggers and sweatshirts. I want clothes that look good and
0: are still the comfortable. Pandemic fit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was tired of that pandemic fit. <laughs> Um, and i got into it with my mom kind of and i fucking cold we were in a Coles parking lot and i got into it and i was like um because i made the comment if i was skinny i would be broke because i would spend a lot of my money on clothes mm-hmm. and she's like i don't know why you think that i'm like you don't know why i think that well let me tell you and let i me went tell off, you. Like, well, not off i didn't go off on her. so no reason to. let me tell like, you some trauma like, yeah I was like let me like you want to talk about it um i told her i'm like it's because Everyone in our family makes comments about each other's weight or their own weight. And even when you're talking about your own weight negatively and there's like a younger audience around, that young audience still hears that and thinks, well, if they don't like the way that they look and I look like them,
0: they won't like me, they won't like me or I yeah. won't like myself. And being a kid, you, you want to, I f- would feel like you want to be liked by usually your family.
1: Um, and I also told her cause like. My family has also been known to make several comments about people on the random, like random people on the streets, like oh those shorts are too short,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Or that shirt doesn't look good. I'm like,
0: I mean, my family does the same thing too. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm like, well, why the fuck can't you just let someone wear what they want to fucking wear and not make a comment? You know? And I, I told her that I'm like, it's because you do shit like, like you guys do shit like that, to where I don't have.
0: It, it makes me, makes you, uh uncomfortable uncomfortable yeah like <laughs> self-conscious yes yeah so
1: that's why my relationship with clothing and food have both been in the shitter you don't sing at least once in the last of the podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a food is a very complicated situation for many people big or skinny yeah it would be easier if you just if everyone just shut the fuck up l- let them live
1: and let them live their life <laughs>
0: Let them live who they want to like be.
1: Your like your family, your siblings, um, sexual partners, romantic partners, anybody, friends, if you just let them live their life and vibe with them, everyone in the world will be happier.
0: True. Do you agree? True, true, true. I, ha- I have realized I used to be a very judgmental person, even on people on the streets. Mm-hmm. And I think I picked that up for my family. But now, um, as I'm getting older, I'm just like, yo, Let, just let people be. Let people do their own things. Yeah. Let people like what they like. Let people wear what they want to wear. Let people be the size they want to be.
1: Literally, like, let people just live their lives.
0: And I don't know, it, it's very much, well, because my mind says be treated how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it won't happen, but it will make a change in individuals, people's lives. Even if you just ignore them. Like, even if it's like, I know personally, I, when I was bigger, or even now, I wear certain things and I'm like, oh, I don't look that good in this. Or during the day, I'm like, I want to go home because I feel weird in this outfit. Like, I feel like it makes me look too big or whatever.
1: There's been several, several, I'll cut you off. There's been several times um, where I've had that feeling where I'll be like super excited to go hang out with my friends. I'll be getting ready and I'll take a single glance in the mirror and I'll say, I'm not going anymore. <laughs> like, was, like the Grinch? Yes. <laughs> literally. Literally. Like that's literally how I feel. And it's not, not fun, is it? Oh, um, the just recording now. The only thing, um the only requirement that I have to date me is that you don't like sauces, so I can have all your sauces. Thank you. Plus. How's your friends? I hate them.
0: You like your friends? Oh. <laughs>
1: How's your friends? I don't know. I don't talk to those motherfuckers. Um, no, I love my friends. They're, they've made me the person I am today.
0: I heard as you get older, it gets harder to make friends. Is that true for you?
1: Well, I'm an introvert. So I would say it was always hard. Well, not always hard. Okay. I'm an introvert, but I'm a very friendly person and people love me. Mm. Um, so it's really easy for me to make friends, except they're not long-term friends yeah they're like in the moment you know what i mean
0: i know what that means like high school friends and after high school you hardly talk to each other yes
1: except for a couple or like i still have friends from no i still have two i have have friends from middle school still that i one i actively see and play video games with and we talk all the time that's lucky yeah i I don't people i don't think most i don't think most people have that do you want to know some tea can i spill tea on the podcast yeah it's about friends, so not off topic.
0: Yeah, okay, go for so it.
1: I had this friend, um, and we recently like started talking to them again. I don't really know what happened, but we recently started talking to them again. We hung out like, a lot, like quite a few times since then. We've been talking in the chat in our Snapchat group chat, um, and they were gonna come over one night. It was um, them and my friend Chris. You know Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll name drop her. I don't care. Um, and my mom was gonna make for food for us. So she's like, ask them if they're hungry. So I asked, I sent them in a group chat, like, are you guys hungry? Mom wants to cook for you guys. Um, they're like, what is it? Obviously, very genuine question. Um, mm-hmm. She's on this keto dick, keto, keto kick. <laughs> <laughs> she's on this keto kick right now. So it was like this like keto thing. Um, I personally thought it was really good, but the friend was like, that sounds like struggle food oh. and unappetizing.
0: Do you know what it was?
1: It was like some keto uh, bake thing. I don't know.
0: It was toast and beans. It
1: was toast and beans.
0: Beans, what the fuck? So,
1: um, <laughs> which, if you think that sounds doesn't sound appetizing, just say you're not hungry. Or say that you're like, no, I'm good. I'll eat before I come. Or do something other than that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't tell someone who's offering to make you food that their food sounds like struggle food.
0: Yeah, that's a huge diss. Because
1: like, that's like fu- that's fu- mean, You could just said no, like, you don't have to be an ass. Right? So I got a little, I got a little upset because like it's also not the first time they've done that. They're very much like, um.
0: They speak their mind.
1: They, yeah, but like, they're also like, um, they have like a superior to co- complex, I think. Yeah. Anyways. So I got a little upset because it's the first time they've done that. So I was like, you don't have to be an ass, you could have just said no. Um, and Chris was like, Chris was agreeing with me, but she's like, I would, I would try it. I'm like, okay, if like, if you, if you try it and you don't like it, we can go to fuck McDonald's. I don't care. Like, my mom offering to cook for you, you don't have to eat her food. And it's fine. Um so she's she, saying that in the house? Huh?
0: Did she say that in the
1: house? No, no, no. They said that on the oh. chat. Um. So I, at that point, I got so upset. I'm like, not upset. I got so like over it. That I'm like, I'm not hanging out tonight. So mm-hmm. I didn't. Then I'm out shopping when I got clothes right yeah and I had this long ass message from them and it's like, like in our group chat it's like I don't think that we can be friends anymore because you won't allow me to call your food struggle <laughs> literally, food literally they're like because we fight too much I'm like we didn't fight you call my mom's food struggle food and I called you an ass
0: yeah people, you're defending your mom literally
1: like also they apologized which is cool right and then like the next two days ago they asked for like to borrow a game and I let them borrow a game. we talked about it outside for like 10 minutes so we were cool right <laughs> It was very out of the blue and weird.
0: Maybe, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah,
1: was like this long paragraph, and then um, they're like, "You can come get your game." So I went to look at my game. I had Chris in my car. She sat. She stayed in the car. I went to look at my game. They rode up on a bike, handed me my game. I said, "What's up?" And they just quietly drove off on their bike. It was funny to watch. Um, so I just got in the car. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I, don't, I mean, I don't care. And they left the group chat. I'm like, "I don't. I don't care." What, what just happened? It didn't make me feel sad or anything. I was unfazed.
0: I'll be more confused inside.
1: You know what I found out? What. My mom still pays for their fucking phone, to this day. Yup. Why? She bought it for them long ago as a birthday gift, and was like, "I'll pay for it as long as like you're," or I think maybe maybe it was free. I don't know, but it was. I think she had paid for it a couple times. My mom. Um, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not gonna be not being my friend, but still using my mom.
0: After calling her food struggle. For yeah. Eating.
1: I'm like, no. I'm like, I came home I'm like, mom. Turn fuck the fucking phone off. No warning, no warning. Shut that shit down now. What did your mom say? She said, "Okay." So she, well, she asked me like, "Why?" And I explained everything. And then in the, the other day in the car with Chris and my mom, she, she's like, "Chris, what do you think?" And I, I was like, "No, no, 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 no." It's not about what Chris thinks. It's about what you should do. She's like, "I just think I should give them a warning." I'm like, "No. There should be no warning for that type of shit."
0: Especially it's been on for this long.
1: It, yeah, that birthday that shit they got the phone for was like in high when I was in high school. So several years ago. Yeah. Um, and they I don't know, I think I think it's just stupid. So friends can be annoying. So we're not friends anymore. So ex friends can be annoying.
0: <laughs> I mean, ex or not. They I feel like they could get annoying at times. Oh. Yeah. Comparing family and friends, I feel like there's sometimes they can get too comfortable with you and speak mm-hmm. their mind. And it could ruin the mood ruin the friendship explain like what you said Mm -hmm. uh that comment about struggle food i feel like that was only made as a joke you know they try to be funny because you two are friends they're comfortable so they're like oh it'll be funny (laughs) if i say your mom's food is struggle food Mm -hmm. because you two are i don't know how close you were but i assume close enough that she said struggle food Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you could have taken that the wrong way yeah yeah like, there was no thought put into that before. No,
1: yeah, you're not wrong. Um, there is, like, it, you know, it's, like, that wall thing I mentioned earlier. Um, also, knowing them, it wasn't a joke. They were very serious. But there was still, like, the fact that the wall was down, and we're, like, oh, I can say that because we are friends. Yeah. I was, like, no, you can't say that because you're an asshole.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get rid of those friends. I definitely got rid of those friends in my life, and there's not that much stress.
1: Because you used to have, like, crazy moves. Not great friends, right? Wild ones,
0: yeah. Uh, not, I wouldn't say not great ones. I would say it got complicated at times. Mm-hmm. None of them lasted for that long. I'm kind of glad it didn't last for long. I'm glad I'm friends with the with the friends I have now. Although the majority of them are out of state or way too busy to talk or hang out.
1: Yeah, kind of sad. It kind of kind of sucks. Like the friends that you make. And like in high school, like they all just sort of dissipate.
0: Yeah, they all disappear. I had, used to talk to so many people in high school, in my senior year. I used to know so many people. I used to talk to any like anybody. Do
1: you remember that question? It was um would you prefer to have a small group of really close friends or a wide array of friends that you didn't really know too much about?
0: I'll do the small group of friends. It'll be easier just to like talk to them outside of let's say like an event you're in the same room together because if you know like grad uh, like a graduation uh reunion let's you would like you would talk to any everybody there if you knew yeah if you had friends all over the place but after after the reunion where does that go like you have no one to talk to true but if you have a close group of friends then that reunion could make it even more fun and afterwards, you'll still be close to them. It won't be like, nothing's going to be gone after this night.
1: It's a little less sad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Until they all move away to college.
0: <laughs> until they move to college.
1: Or get too busy. Um.
0: <laughs> until, until their mom starts, stops paying for her phone bill.
1: For real, right? <laughs> <laughs> until they fucking call your mom food struggle for get out of here. <laughs> um. Like, I feel like... Mining... And- I'm going to name drop I don't give a shit, I don't care if she, she sees this. Um, my and Chris' relationship has been very, very rocky, a, a, like mm. a lot of times. Probably to the point where I feel like we probably shouldn't be friends anymore, except we still are, and I love the bitch to death. Um,
0: you think it's through uh, shared trauma? You guys got so close to each other?
1: I do think that, yes, Um. because like we met in middle school. Um, we were a little LGBT. So running around, living life. Um, mm. All we had—it was really funny though, because all we had when we first met was we'd sit against the wall and talk about Kino, the school that we both transferred from. and That's all we had to talk about. It was really awkward and really weird. And then it progressed into a little bit more. Um, but there's been several times where you had like, where she had been going through stuff, and I feel like she was taking out on the people around her. Yeah. Um, which will affect your relationships when you do that. Um, and I feel like I think I realized that was happening, so I kept coming back because I'm a forgiving person. Um, but I feel like if other people were in my situation, that friendship, that relationship would not be what it is anymore. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. That's crazy though. Do you think there any uh, deeper meaning behind it that why you're still friends with her? Like, um, it could be a, a little part of your childhood that you're still like holding on to?
1: I mean, maybe. But I, f- I feel like even though we fight, we have like not fight, we don't fight, but we have had fights and arguments. Um I feel like we're almost maybe twin flames in a way. Yeah. Like we're like meant to be or like maybe it's soulmates cuz soulmates are not just always lovers. Mm. That's a very true statement. And I I mean I'm not going to say that like Chris is my soulmate or anything, but I feel like we're very close to that kind of situation.
0: Yeah. I mean that's always good. I mean Having known someone that year, there's a, a obviously going to be fights. Oh yeah, obviously going to be disagreements, arguments. You're you're going to get into fight with anybody you know that long.
1: Anybody, parent like like. I feel like I mean I'm not talking like crazy outlandish fights, right? But I feel like any relationship should maybe have. Like especially a long one, as like we've been friends for like almost twelve years, there should at least be one argument in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, there has to be. Or
1: things are too perfect.
0: Yeah. So story like, it's fake. You yeah. Know?
1: Like there ha like like if you're together long enough, or in any facet of the word, um, there needs to be a debate, a disagreement, because you're not going to share the same ideals, ideas, the entire time. You know, yeah. people grow and change. So. Sometimes literally Chris knows what I mean Um, (laughs) She doesn't listen to this shit Um, But yeah I don't know Friends are wild People are wild People are wild Relationships are wild I want someone to date me
0: But would you marry them? I date to marry You date to marry You don't date to have fun? I'm gonna have fun the entire time that's, That's a good way to look at it yeah (laughs) there there are some people out there though who only date to just have a good time not really um date to marry
1: serial daters
0: yeah which if you are one of those people please let it be known to anyone you're going to date or have a thing with that you're only date yeah you're just doing it for fun
1: yeah like if you're one of those people who are like well let's see where things go Of course, as every relationship is, it's to see where things go. Yeah. Um, But like, if you're not trying to, if you're not looking for a very serious relationship, that should be said in the beginning of the interaction.
0: Please. You know who you are. Because if not, without a doubt, that other person will pretend to be like they're on the same page Mm -hmm. while still holding out hope that you change your mind. Yeah. So it's it's really important. you could be seen as someone who was leading someone on if you don't relay that message <laughs> if you're listening to this shit you know who you are so uh, <laughs> please let it be known on the first on the first interaction if if something's gonna happen tell them nothing's gonna happen
1: yeah because i feel like um when you have the idea of oh, like this could be something serious, when they're not feeling that, you're gonna put in too much effort, which you, sh- effort should still be made, but it's gonna hurt more when they're like, well, bye.
0: Yeah, like, well.
1: You're, you spent time and maybe money going on dates. I don't know what time, you guys do,
0: but. effort, stress. Yeah. Emotions.
1: If you're stressing over any relationship, you should either leave the relationship or make it be known that that relationship is causing you stress,
0: or also just talk to them about it. Yeah, talk to the other person about it and tell them what emotions, what how it's affecting you. Our relationship has affected me in the following ways: depression, depression. <laughs> anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> I just, oh. You really are
1: the tether. I think that our relationship. You are the, te- like, currently, you are the tether, and I just sort of, like, float and dance and thought and you're like, get the fuck of down here, please. <laughs> <laughs> and you really let that go on for a little bit.
0: <laughs> Gotta keep a Gotta make sure we don't go overboard on one certain topic.
1: Because I won't stop you. I'll just be like, mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want to know more. Tell me more.
0: <laughs> so, Casper, you got any, any advice for... Anyone uh, stressing over overthinking about or planning on being in a relationship soon romantically?
1: Um, I feel like my advice has like been said throughout the episode is like, um, communication is key in, in any relationship, parents, romantic, especially romantic, um, like open mindedness, being acceptance to accepting change is very big i had experienced that a lot in my one fucking relationship um change happened a lot there i was prepared and also not prepared at all um so i just think go with the flow be communicative is that a word that's a word yeah
0: it's it's a word now
1: it's a word now trademark I think that's about it what about you
0: um communication is key that's it
1: I want, like, a big key that just says communication on it. (laughs) Like, I feel like... I don't... That's that's a a bad joke, but I feel like it's just, like... I want that for real. For
0: real. That's true. I definitely feel like we need to dig deeper into this in a later episode. We briefly touched on it.
1: I feel like every... I feel like any relationship facet could be its own episode.
0: True. That would
1: be... a lot of work but i feel like like family uh in depth on that like romantic friends We're those two could be probably together but
0: um, let us know if you want that our uh, one listener yeah our one Kasser. listener let us know would you fuck your friends uh on, on that note <laughs> thank you for watching two Roads five year podcast um
1: as always <laughs> Give us a give us a listen, give us a DM for any ideas
0: or if thoughts. you want to be in it as well. We are always traveling.
1: Yeah, we'll come to your house.
0: We'll come to your house if you want to.' That's so creepy. <laughs> this is not a shit show <laughs> So thank you so much. Anyone who's listening and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Butinga.